Can a narcissist actually love someone else? One of the popular questions that people have is, is a narcissist able to love? Are they capable of exuding that type of love and affection that you want in a relationship? Do they actually care about anybody else or is it only about themselves? And are they even capable of caring about each other? And how does their ego affect their ability to love? A lot of popular questions that people ask talking about narcissists, talking about love, and I want to explore some of the complex emotions of narcissists and help answer that question of whether they're capable of love and that how that looks. We're going to dive into a couple different aspects of it to help you understand it a little bit more and also touch on probably the most popular question that people ask me is, do you actually love your wife? What does that actually look like today? Okay. If you guys are new here and you don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge you can access at claritychallenge.net. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today, as we talk about this aspect of love, I want you to consider that love for a narcissist might be completely different than what you think about love. But just kind of sit with that for a moment and let's see where it takes us. When we're talking about this aspect of love, you need to understand, first off, narcissistic personality disorder. There's a lot of different things that make it up, and I'm not going to dive into every single piece of it, but understanding that a big part of it is focusing back on themselves. The grandiose sense of self-importance. It's all about me. doesn't have anything to do with you. doesn't have anything to do with anyone else. It only has to do with me. Now, not just specifically me as a person as a whole, but in, in particular, the version of myself that I'm putting out there for everybody else to see. So for a narcissist, it's like I'm more interested at looking good at the mask that I'm putting out there for everybody else to see. Then it is to actually show who I am actually inside. This is why the majority of narcissists won't change and won't even modify their behavior in a healthy way because of that fact of not being willing to be honest. And so when it comes down to it, it just has to keep getting hidden over and over and over. Now, typically another one is lack of empathy, where the narcissist has the empathy but is unwilling to actually show it or like demonstrate that to you because of what it reveals about themselves or they feel like completely devoid of empathy. Either way, there's a lot more narcissists that have empathy out there and it sucks people in thinking like, oh, like they have empathy when they actually are not exemplifying it for the sole reason of what it says about themselves. Like that's all, it just comes back to themselves. And there's also this aspect in NPD for admiration. Like I want attention, I want affection, I want everything back on me comes with this inflated sense of self-worth and it's manipulative in the relationships to get a desired result. So what I was saying before is this aspect of I want you to think of a love from a narcissist being something completely different than what you're used to. You might have gone into the relationship thinking I'm getting a loving person, not realizing that your definition and your version and your value of love is completely different than the other person that's in the relationship. For me, there was an aspect that love always demonstrated in my life as control. Of I had control of other people. And I viewed this in my skewed sense that this being in control of other people meant that I was in love, meant that I was showing love, meant that I was demonstrating love by controlling them. 
by knowing where they were, what they were doing, who they were with, making sure it still came back to me because I still wanted that attention, that admiration about what was happening, and to make sure that I was still in control of what they thought, what they felt, the direction they went. They might be like, that's a skewed up way to view love. Yeah, 100% it is. But in the moment, I wasn't viewing it as a skewed way of love. That was just my standard operating practice. That was just how I viewed love and what I thought love actually was. And there was an aspect that when I went through the book, Psychopath Free, I started to break down and I started to see different pieces of grooming. And I started to realize that a lot of the things that I viewed as love, which was infatuation or lust typically, was also this aspect of grooming victims to actually be the people that I wanted them to be, to be able to help support me in the way that I thought I needed to be supported. So you have to understand, like when we talk about narcissism, you have to understand there's a difference in the version of love that what you're saying versus what they're actually doing. You're going to see this a lot of times in the relationship. Maybe you've been in a relationship where narcissistic husband is always belittling you, like is always putting you down. It's always making you feel less than, like not just like less than them, but just less than a person of like, you don't feel good enough to even be in the relationship. Oftentimes you'll see a narcissist that will belittle you and put you down and then also demand attention from you, demand this validation of like, why aren't you serving me? Now, it's not always going to come out that way. It's oftentimes going to come really subtle. But making sure that you actually fall in line, like belittling your accomplishments or the direction that you are in work or what you're doing in education, like all these things to bring you down to lift themselves up and making it all turn back around onto him. Okay, so you're going to see this switch of like, wait a second, this actually doesn't seem very loving or caring, right? Not your version of it. The narcissist is always putting it back on them. Then we have this aspect of ego. So kind of like the second aspect is the impact of ego on love and how it actually affects it. A narcissist's ego is giant, is so huge, okay? It makes it hard for them to actually connect on an emotional level. Like sometimes I would joke about like my ego being so big, like it can't even fit through the door, right? Because it's so huge. My ego that was like always functioning of like, I am the number one. I'm the best person in the room. I'm the best manager. I'm the best director at this. I'm the best, like all these things. And I hung my hat on that for a long period of time of like, I am the best. And that ego is something that actually forms this wall and this block between me and another person of they're letting there be any kind of connection, any kind of love, because I can't actually let them in because of my ego. And I can't actually show love because all I'm focused on is my ego. Now, again, sometimes it looks almost like that mask idea of like not being able to move past that because of that. And so as a result, narcissists oftentimes will view you as being an extension of themselves, as being a tool to be able to use in the marketplace, to be able to interact with you for a purpose, for a reason, just for their own needs, for their own desires, for their own benefits. Like it all comes back around this. This oftentimes will show you even more so like the lack of empathy or the inability to truly love. Now, th think of it in this direction. Like imagine, imagine you're standing here and imagine your house is right here, okay? And then on the other side of the house is the narcissist, okay? So just kind of picture this for a second. When you're on this side, give the narcissist a hug without going around the house. And you're like, well, I can't because the house is in the way. Like there's no way to actually get through to give a hug. Exactly. Think of it in this regards of the house is the narcissist ego, like a big giant wall in between you, in between him to actually be able to connect. And so when we talk about a narcissist is incapable of love or a narcissist can't love, there's this piece of like the narcissist is not able to truly love you with their ego in the way. 
with the ego blocking them from giving you that hug, like in the, ref, in the reference of the house, it doesn't actually let that happen. Until that obstacle is moved out of the way, until the ego is put to the side and they're able to value someone else, there's nothing that's going to happen in that relationship that's going to be true love. That's going to be a true choice of putting another person's needs, thoughts, opinions, and ideas first or in a positive way to like help serve another person. And so a lot of times a narcissist will expect things from you. Like, I expect you to comply right away. Like, I expect you to give me the praise and adoration that I deserve. Like, I expect you to do these things for me, but I'm not going to do these things for you. But I'm not going to care about you. But I'm not going to respond to you in the way that you think I should respond to you. Okay, so there's this giant piece. Ego plays a big part. So I think narcissist is incapable of love if the ego is not removed out of the situation. Now, I don't mean like no ego at all because everybody has pieces of ego. I get that. Okay, so don't try to fight me on a technicality. It's more of like, hey, the ego is such a big thing. It doesn't let me actually get to you. It doesn't let me actually go through that and actually show true love to another person. So then you also have to understand, like the third kind of concept here is you have to understand narcissistic supply because there's a lot of people that are like, wait a second, like what is love? What is supply? And especially after the relationship and you start to look back, you're like, I don't actually know what happened. Like, was I just supplied to this person or was it true love? And so there's first off, there's the aspect of the ego that like it can't be true love if they can't actually work past themselves to be able to see you. And then there's also this piece of like unveiling of like, wait a second, now I just realized I was just supply and it actually wasn't love at all. Maybe it was lust, maybe it was getting what I want from this other person, but ultimately it was something that I turned out to be a supply, a supply for the narcissist. So in this aspect, the narcissist craves attention and craves uh, admiration from another person. And typically we talk, talk about it as narcissistic supply. Used in one sense to be able to fuel the ego, to be able to make them feel better, to have a, a sense of entitlement, a sense of self-worth. And a lot of times they'll go after different people who are going to provide this constant validation. Now, what that means is they're not always going after a specific genre of people, of a specific style of people. A lot of times they're going after people that are easily moldable or maybe naive or someone that's going to help pump them up. Someone's going to help them feel like a god. And then they're like, oh my gosh, this person loves me. This must be love. When in reality, they don't actually know who they're interacting with. Okay, And so the problem is when a, when a partner of a narcissist like fails to actually provide like desired level of attention or admiration or validation, that's when a lot of times the devaluation starts and the discard happens of like, you didn't actually give me what I deserve. You didn't actually give me of what I needed in that moment. So therefore, you're dead to me. Therefore, let's switch it around. Therefore, I don't want to actually be with you anymore. Okay. Now, a lot of people ask me like, okay, what does it actually look like for you? Like, did you actually love your wife? Did you actually love your kids? And so like, I want you to be able to understand in the moment when all this stuff was going on and in the moment when my wife left, there was an aspect of when she walked out the door, there's this piece of my mind that was like, phew, at least that's over. Now I can go do what I did. Okay. And so there's a piece here that I need to understand that through all those actions and through everything that happened and through all the abusive nature of all of it, nothing I demonstrated, demonstrated love at all. So I can look back at all those things in the past and I can say, Hey, I did not love my wife because I did not show it. I did not demonstrate it. So many people get stuck on this in their own relationships. If you don't see the other person demonstrating love, care, respect, honesty, loyalty, faithfulness, like all these things. If you don't see that demonstration, it's not there. No matter what they say to you, it's not there. I would tell her I love her, but I wouldn't actually show it. 
I would tell her I wanted her to stay, but in my mind, I was like, please leave. That way I can go do what I want. So there's all these different aspects here. So then people are like, but wait a second. Now that you're a narcissist and you're self-aware, do you actually love her now? And the answer is yes, because my definition of love had to change. Remember I told you earlier that love to me was this aspect of control. Well, now my aspect is not of control, not control of her, not control of our daughter, not anything like that. And so love had to change the actual dynamic. The ego had to be set to the side to be able to say, hey, how can I actually show up to love and respect and honor her versus what do I get out of the relationship? Huge dynamic shift, huge change. And then there's a piece of like, okay, like, do I always feel like the butterflies and the happy feelings? Like, no, that doesn't always happen because love isn't just this emotional high. It is a choice. It is a choice every single day to choose the other person, to be with the other person, to make an honest decision of this is who I'm going to be with this other person for this reason, for this direction, for this lifetime, whatever it might be. Okay. And so making that decision. So people sometimes ask with the whole love aspect of like, okay, is that what made you change? And like, no. It actually didn't. Like there wasn't a piece of me in those moments, in that moment when my wife left, that was like, oh, I love her so much, so let me change. Love was never going to do that in that regard. Like I had to be able to choose to change and continue to move forward because it's what I knew I needed to do. It's multiple other things. We can't dive into that because we're already running out of time. But the whole concept here is like understanding. In the past, did I love my wife? No. Did I love my daughter? No, because I didn't demonstrate it. I didn't actually show it on a day-to-day basis. How do I actually show that today? I show that today by removing my ego, by showing up for her and her daughter to create space in the relationship for their emotions, for their feelings, to hear, to understand, and to try to empathize with them, to understand where they are, where they're going, and to show up as a man in the relationship that's honest, vulnerable, and showing consistent change on a daily basis. So there's a piece of, I demonstrate love to her by how I actually work on myself every single day. It's not for her, but it is what I'm doing for me. And as a result, it also comes out into our relationship, helping us grow, heal, change, and develop more than we've ever changed before. If you're confused about being with a narcissist, you're not sure what to do, you can go to escapetoxicity.com, click the link that's in the bio, and sign up for the seven-day challenge that's $7. Just start off just understanding what I teach, how I help people move from being stuck in a toxic relationship to breaking the trauma bond to getting free. If you want to work with me one-on-one or if you're interested in our Thriver community where I'm working with people one-on-one on a daily basis and helping you maximize where you are now compared to where you want to go, developing your goals, your dreams, and your visions after the narcissist of like, what do I do now? You can go to rawmotivations.com, click on the one-on-ones. would love to talk to you there. would love to help you move forward in your healing. Thank you all so much and you all have a great day.